Pushkin. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey there, it's Michael Lewis. Before we get to this episode, I want to let you know that you can listen to each episode of Judging Sam, The Trial of Sam Bankman-Fried, ad-free by becoming a Pushkin Plus subscriber. And with your subscription, you'll also get exclusive access to ad-free and early bingeable podcasts, like Paul McCartney's new podcast, McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History, The Happiness Lab from Dr. Laurie Santos, and tons of other top shows from Pushkin. Sign up in Apple Podcasts or at pushkin.fm slash plus. Welcome to Judging Sam, The Trial of Sam Bankman-Fried. I'm Michael Lewis. Bankman-Fried was worth tens of billions of dollars before FTX, his cryptocurrency exchange, came apart at the seams. And now he's being tried for financial crimes that could send him to prison for the rest of his life. Lydia Jean Cott hosts today. I'm Lydia Jean Cott. Since I started reporting this story, I've noticed something that made it a little different than other criminal trials. There hasn't been that much of a focus on the victims. While a few of FTX's investors and customers have taken the stand, including a commodities trader in London and a hotel owner in Canada, their testimonies, so far at least, have been short and honestly not that dramatic. I kept expecting to hear from a grandmother in Topeka who lost her house, or something like that. There are millions of people out there who lost money when FTX crashed. They're waiting to see if they'll recover some or all of their funds through the bankruptcy proceedings. And because that's something we're going to be talking about, I want to note here again that my boyfriend's a lawyer at one of the firms working on those proceedings. Today on the show, not quite a grandma in Topeka, but a tech worker in Portland named Jake Thacker. Jake. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you very much for having me. Just to start, could you explain why you decided to invest in crypto in the first place? 
Yeah, I wasn't even really that interested in crypto, especially in the early days, like 2010, 11, 12, when it was really starting to gain some traction. Really didn't understand it and didn't have a ton of interest. It wasn't until around the end of 2017, my friends uh, and had joined some communities and started doing some fun things with, with crypto and, and the way in which they were trading was intriguing to me and the methods that they were using. And I really just kind of started to dabble very, very infinitesimally around that, right? Small dollar amounts here and there, just for kind of the fun of it to see if I could have some successes and, and what that would look like. And it was more of a, of a hobby thing and like, oh, hey, I invested, you know, $10 and I made 20. And I kind of think it was just a fun kind of contest between myself and some of my friends. But, you know, as time went on, realized that these successes could be translated into larger amounts. And so again, it, it, it kind of snowballed into that over the course of a few years. So um, you got interested in crypto and why did you choose to um, use FTX specifically as a cryptocurrency exchange? Yeah, the type of trading that my friends and, and others in some of these communities that we participated in were very transactionally heavy. Right, so thousands of trades a day, a week, and, and that type of thing. And those those fees, if you are using a platform like a Coinbase or Binance, can be very expensive and, and be a huge part of your uh, margins at the end of the day. And again, when you're looking to kind of squeeze in a tough market, FTX was definitely appetizing in the sense that they were offering at least in those terms, substantially lower transaction fees. And so that's what really drew me there. I'd say it was probably the end of 2021, beginning of 2022. I, again, I, I really hadn't had a need for it mm -hmm. until then. But then again, as I mentioned, the market's turning. And when that happens, you know, you look to kind of optimize as anywhere possible. And it seemed, at least from kind of the sniff testing that, that we had put it through, that it was very legitimate, right? It had all this backing. It seemed to work famously. It seemed to be a skyrocket in the marketplace. And, you know, there weren't any substantial red flags that we noticed that would indicate, you know, there was going to be something like the events of almost over a year ago. And um, how did it go at first? You were trading on FTX. At first, it, it went famously. I wouldn't say that I did like a ton of crazy trading like I was doing on other platforms, but for what I needed it for, and for the coins that I was utilizing uh, the, the, the platform for, it was it worked just as they said. Judging Sam, we'll be right back. As listeners of this show, you probably consider yourself pretty smart. But how smart is your wallet? When you're looking to upgrade your wallet, it's time to turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert teams of nerds have the financial smarts to help you find the right financial products for you. Before NerdWallet, you might have paid for vacations with whatever was in your wallet, but you could have been missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. Now you can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today 
at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back. Can you walk me through what happened in November 2022? How did you first become aware that there might be a problem at FTX? I, I actually should have been paying more attention. I... There were some obviously issues that had been flagged and, and people raising alarms on some of some again my community chat uh, things. And how were you guys communicating? Were you on like, were you um, messaging? How was there a message board? Yeah, yes, it's like a community message board, right? Mm-hmm. So th- th- there's a community called Bitscap, and that's where I had used that platform to trade as well as interact with a handful of people and, and learn from them and, and vice versa. And so I was regularly on that. And then a few of us had exchanged emails and like WhatsApp uh, accounts. And so there was emails, there was, I mean, on the day of, I was getting just bombarded with messages and you know, all, all various sources of, of communication. The initial um, fear was that they were starting to limit access to the platforms because there had been a hack. Mm. And that was kind of the the narrative that was going around before any official announcement of like the collapse and you know bankruptcy that kind of thing. So their support channels were bombarded to the point where eventually you started getting messages of like, "Look, we're overwhelmed, and we'll get back to you when we can get back to you," kind of a thing. Like messages from FTX. And was this? Do you remember what the date was? Was this November? It must have been early November 2022, right? Yeah, it was like the 6th and the 7th mm-hmm. and the 4th, like, you know, the, the, the five or six days leading up to the actual quote-unquote collapse. Were you scared at this point? Did it occur to you that you might not be able to get your money back? I was naive in, in thinking that I would be safe. There wasn't any conversation around, oh, this is going to be a complete collapse and there's no money. Like, it was more of timing. And how much money did you have on the platform at that point? At the end of the day, after all of the tabulation, and this was realized probably around the end of December, it ended up being all of the money that I had, which is around $206,000 that I had in that wallet total. Tell me about the moment when you realized that this pertained to you, that you couldn't get your money out of your wallet. Um, it was probably the night preceding the announcement of the official collapse. 
the system was completely inaccessible. I couldn't get online. I couldn't on the app. It was just like this kind of spinning FTX logo and you could not access anything thinking to myself, okay, there's either been some sort of massive system overload or something really bad has happened, right? At least we've never seen this before. What does this mean when, when this happens with a company like this? Everyone was kind of in the dark about it. And then people, because of timing around the world, because we were uh, FTX US versus FTX, started to get some messages in that, hey, there's a new flashes of a new message coming up saying all transactions are now on hold for indefinite period of time. And then, and then that next day, some of the initial news reports started to be posted, started to come up and say like, there's no money. They're filing for bankruptcy. The platform has officially crashed. Like it's officially down, not being monitored, that kind of thing. Like it's, it's lights out for FTX officially, which was hard for a lot of us to accept. Right. Yeah. And what impacts did it have on your life that you lost? What, $200,000, you said? Well, yeah, but, you know, I had, again, leveraged that essentially to be able to invest more. So, yes, I had to borrow a little bit, but I, you know, had essentially tripled my money over the course of the years. It was was a little more than I had um, borrowed to, to invest, but that money needed to be paid back. And so I lost the ability to do that. Uh, completely, right? I couldn't get the funds. I didn't know how to get the funds. I borrowed money from Chase. I had borrowed money from Discover Card uh, in order to be able to have more money to invest. And so okay. these were institutions that obviously needed to have this money paid back to them at some point in time. And so that's that's where that money was set aside for. Um, and so again, I had lost the ability to essentially even make monthly payments on those as well as pay back the amounts initially borrowed. So this essentially bankrupted you? Well, yeah. And I thought, well, you know, I, I had a good job. I was working for a company called uh, Noom at the time. But then in January of this year, Noom laid off almost half of the workforce, I'd say. And I was an unfortunate member of that. And then I was, then it was like, okay, now I'm in real bad shape. And so you're absolutely right. I had to file bankruptcy and had to offload a lot of assets, just personal assets like TV, piano, these types of things to try and kind of keep things on par. And so it's been, it has completely changed the trajectory of what I thought my life would be, at least right now, and especially for probably the next five, six years, I'd say. Do you think you're going to get your money back? Oh boy, that is the question. Um, I don't know. I've, I've seen some press recently circulating that FTX is hoping to pay back something around ninety percent of creditors. It's just it's it's hard to it's hard to say because it it just doesn't seem like that is the case. And if it is, you know, what is the timeline of something like that? And the longer it takes, the less money it seems that would be available due to whatever commitments that they have. I'd like to think that there'd be some that we get back, but right now I'm a little more skeptical than I am positive in, in regards to seeing any of my funds returning to me anytime soon, if at all. Um, I'm just curious, 
out of the things you had to sell after FTX crashed, what's the thing you missed the most? Oh, definitely the piano. I played from a very, very young age and almost went to, to college or university for it. And um, music therapy for me is definitely a, a very positive and, and motivating stress reliever for me. And so that, that was very, very, very hard to part ways with. And, um, something, I mean, I had even brought it to Korea with me when I was living there. That's how much I enjoy and play. Piano was definitely one that I, I wish that I had not had to and seek to hopefully have another one at some point in the future. Stick around. Judging Sam will be right back. As listeners of this show, you probably consider yourself pretty smart. But how smart is your wallet? When you're looking to upgrade your wallet, it's time to turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert teams of nerds have the financial smarts to help you find the right financial products for you. Before Nerd Wallet, you might have paid for vacations with whatever was in your wallet, but you could have been missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. Now you can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back. What's it been like for you knowing that there's this criminal case against Sam Bankman-Fried that's happening right now? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, people have asked me, do do you want to see him go to prison? Do you think that he's guilty. And I think those are all very valid questions. And of course, if somebody commits a crime, you don't want to say they shouldn't, should be held accountable. Absolutely. But in this instance, it's, it's hard for me to have a, a serious investment in, in it either way, because again, his guilt or his innocence doesn't make anyone whole. It doesn't really service anyone's actual need when it comes to financial stability. I wish that the the punishment was instead him having to have a little bit more of a direct impact with the people that were victimized of this, as opposed to just having to go away and hide somewhere and not really having to face the music outside of 
isolation and you know retrospective and that kind of thing right like, rather than go to prison he should have to like work really hard to make the money back and be able to give it back to you yeah come clean my house and, and do my dishes for me and <laughs> uh you know walk my dog and, and that kind of thing right like face the, the people that were actually affected by this the most and realize that not all of us are sons of affluent parents that work at prestigious universities or that all of us had billions of dollars handed to us because we could sell things really well. A lot of people were average citizens and some of them had their entire life savings wrapped up in in these things, right? Just to see it completely vanish with no with 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 no roadmap for how to move forward. Sam Bankman-Fried is likely to take the stand this week. In your, you know, what would you what would you like him to say? What would you like to hear from him? Well, I would want him to say in all sincerity is that, you know, he wants to help and that he wants to, you know, he sees the damage that is done and, and really wants to try and rectify that. But from what I have seen so far, it doesn't seem like that is going to be the scenario. Um, has this experience changed how you feel about crypto? Oh, of course. Yeah, definitely. Um, it has changed my understanding and kind of reliance on it as something I feel could benefit me and my active participation. I've taken all of my money out. I haven't paid attention at all. I haven't even thought about it. And I don't know if I will ever jump back into it. There might be uh, a period of time, which I will, but I don't really trust that process anymore. I'm very, 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 very reluctant to try and jump back in at any point in time. In what ways has this whole thing changed you as a person, do you think? I have a very different relationship to people that be, that get into hard times. I, I realized through all of this how difficult it is when something like this happens and you know, you're not in a position to be able to bail yourself out or you, there is no help on the back end. It's kind of a never ending spiral. I was sued by my creditors, uh, Chase, Discover, and then another private firm that does like personal loans for these types of things almost immediately after I could make a couple of the payments. And I'm thinking to myself, why? Like the, the few thousand dollars that I borrowed at the end of the day, these are billion dollar organizations. Why do they care? And, you know, it, that kind of aggressive stance really puts people in a situation of, of making more mistakes, of becoming overly anxious and, and fearing that system. It has changed my perspective on that and changed, frankly, the way that I have had to live and the way I've had to manage my life and the things that I have had to accept and be willing to give up, like my house, my possessions. And you had to give up and, your house? Well, I don't know yet. That's that's one thing that's still being determined as part of the bankruptcy. If it is deemed a asset that is valuable enough to potentially cover some of the losses that I owe, then yeah, it would be it would be part of the, the bargaining chips in, in that. I don't know how many people you've been able to get a hold of, but it seems like a lot of customers in my position have been very closed-lipped about wanting to, to share. So Yeah, why um, do you think that is? 
Um, my theory on it is it's like my and my parents were a little worried about this. They're like, aren't you worried about exposure? And I said, what exposure exactly? Like, if people think that I'm in a dumb person for investing in crypto and then losing all my money, which I think is kind of already the narrative, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, there's been a lot of fluctuation in the crypto markets, but like people haven't had their entire lives destroyed by crypto at this volume because of personal indiscretion. This is a whole nother type of thing. And I think people are afraid to publicly be seen as, you know, the face of what people already assume. Yeah. Yeah. That totally makes sense. I mean, I guess it's scary and hard to like admit to having been a victim of something. Right. You know, people always have a hard time being or associated with something that people might have a thought of like, well, if you hadn't done this, you would be in this situation. And more of that guilt and association than like, I'm sorry for you. That's not fun. There should be action taken other places. It's normally a victim blaming game. And I think people just wanted to avoid that. Jake Thacker, thank you so much for your time. And I hope one day you get your piano back. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And good luck with everything else. This episode of Judging Sam was hosted by Lydia Jean Cott, our court reporter. Catherine Girardot and Nisha Venkid produced this show. Sophie Crane is our editor. Our music was composed by Matthias Bossi and John Evans of Stellwagen Symphonette. Judging Sam is a production of Pushkin Industries. Got a question or comment for me? There's a website for that. atrpodcast.com That's atrpodcast.com To find more Pushkin Podcasts, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to access bonus episodes and listen ad-free, don't forget to sign up for a Pushkin Plus subscription at pushkin.fm slash plus or on our Apple show page. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.